Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. I'm so excited to be with you today. I hope you're having an amazing Monday and are ready to have an amazing week ahead. Today, I want to talk about all things fat adaption. And I want to talk specifically about four points about being fat adapted and what that means. And is it different than being in ketosis? And I was actually wondering the same thing. I've heard the term ketosis or keto thrown around. It's kind of a buzzword. And I never really understood exactly what it meant. And as I've learned to become more fat adapted and really have been focusing on being fat adapted to lose the weight that I've lost over the last two years more easily than before, I was just curious about what's the difference and are are they different? And do I need one to be the other, right? Do I need to be in ketosis to be fat adapted and burning fat? So we're going to talk about it today because I did some research and I want to share what I discovered with you. So we're going to talk today about what is fat adaption, what is ketosis, and what are some signs that you are fat adapted or burning fat for fuel and how do you become fat adapted. Those are the four points we're going to talk about today. So number one, what is fat adapted? What does it mean when your body is fat adapted? Well, it basically means that your body is burning both carbs and fat for fuel. Another term for it is called metabolically flexible. We're metabolically flexible when our metabolism can switch itself, when it knows the difference between burning the food we feed it for fuel and then shifting to burning our stored fat for fuel. That is being fat adapted when it literally can switch between the two easily. Now, ketosis is when the body is burning high amounts of fat and you're actually producing ketones, okay? So ketosis is where your carbs and your sugars and your glucose completely depletes. You have no more glucose, no more sugar, no more carbs left in your body. And your body is only burning fat and it's producing ketones to do that. Now, here's a very important point. When you are fat adapted, you can handle a carb load 
and return to burning fat once your blood sugar and insulin levels go down. So this is the difference. Ketosis is a little bit more involved. It's not burning carbs at all. In fact, in order to get into ketosis, you're going to want to keep your carbs at about 50 grams or less. And what's interesting about this is when you're fat adapted, you're shifting between the two. So you don't have to give up carbs to become fat adapted. You can actually be very metabolically flexible. You can be burning both carbs and fat and be fat adapted. So what are some signs of being fat adapted? How do you know if you've become fat adapted? Well, one, I'm going to give you four signs. One is it's really easy for you to skip a meal. Okay, so if you skip breakfast, lunch, or dinner, it's not a problem. You have plenty of energy. You're not crabby. You're most likely fat adapted because what's happening is your body burns through the food that you ate last. Insulin goes down. And when the body gets hungry, it just releases its stored fat for fuel. And once the body can do this easily, we actually feel our best because we're not feeling like we have to eat all the time. The body's like, oh, she doesn't have to feed me because I have plenty of fat over here to burn. So if you're not fat adapted and you skip a meal, you're going to feel fatigued, you're going to feel really tired, and you're going to feel irritable. You know that term hangry? (laughs) You become hangry if you are not fat adapted. If the body is not switching between fat and carbs or fat and food for fuel, then it only thinks it needs to eat to survive. So if it starts to get hungry and it doesn't know how to shift to burning fat, then it's going to put you in a panic. And that's where we get hangry. So that's the first sign that you know you're fat adapted is you can skip a meal and you feel fine. It's not a problem. The second sign is it's no problem to eat less carbs. So if, you, if you're if you eating less carby foods, less sugar and less flour, and you're eating more fat and protein, you feel great. If you're not fat adapted, then you get what we call sugar crashes or flu-like symptoms where you need that pick-me-up, you eat some sugar, you eat some flour, you eat some carbs and you get that pick me up and then you crash and you almost feel like you have the flu. That's a sign that your body is not shifting easily from carb burning to from carb burning to fat burning. Okay. The third sign that you're fat adapted is that you have less cravings. 
And this is what I experienced when I was losing my weight and my body shifted from food burning to fat burning. I could not believe how I thought about food way less than when I was only burning sugar. And my body just thought it needed sugar all the time. Of course, it would crave it, right? So when you're fat burning and you're shifting between the two, you do not crave food. In fact, it kind of goes back to point number one, right? Where it's kind it's easy to skip a meal. It's not a problem. So you have less cravings when you're fat adapted because your insulin is low. And what's interesting about insulin, now insulin is considered a hormone, right? So when insulin is high, then our body cannot access its own fat. And insulin is high when we're eating sugar and flour. And actually, insulin rises every time we eat. Even if you eat a protein or a fat, your insulin is going to rise because our body cannot burn everything we feed it, right, at a single moment. So insulin comes in to clean all of that up. And as long as insulin is elevated... Leptin, which is the hormone that tells us we're satisfied, gets blocked in the brain. The brain doesn't get that leptin. It doesn't get that signal that it's full. So if leptin is low and insulin is high, we're going to have more cravings, right? Because the body doesn't know that it's satisfied. So it makes sense that when you're fat adapted, Insulin is low, and then you have plenty of leptin to tell you that you're satisfied. So it's easy to skip a meal. You're able to eat less carbs, and you have less cravings. The fourth sign is you have more focus. So the brain loves fat. It actually really handles burning fat so much better than burning sugar. There's been studies shown that when they give people like a glucose drink before taking a cognitive test, they actually score lower. So our brain loves fat for fuel and you will feel more clear headed, less foggy thinking. So those are the signs that you are fat adapted, that your body is shifting between carb burning and fat burning, which are really great things, right? When I became fat adapted, I felt like a completely different person. Before I was fat adapted, I could never skip a meal. I had food on my mind all the time. In fact, if there was even a chance we were going to skip a meal, forget it. (laughs) My husband was always making sure we were eating because he wanted to keep me happy. And when I became fat adapted, I just could skip meals without a problem. And it was so freeing. And it also feels good to eat less carbs, right? So when I was able to eat less carbs and have the same amount of energy, it felt amazing. And then the less cravings, the less cravings we have, 
right? The better we feel, the less we have food on our mind. And then that clarity in thinking, it also just feels amazing. So how do we become fat adapted? Um, I'm going to give you five ways. Number one is light exercise. Now, a lot of times when we decide that we're going to exercise, we think we have to do really difficult workouts and really push ourselves really hard. And of course, there's a place for that, right, in our health. But we don't have to push ourselves so hard or lift super, super heavy weights. We could just do a light, brisk walk and it will help us become fat adapted because when we walk, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, we are burning through our sugar stores and giving our body a chance to lower insulin and give it a chance to shift itself into fat burning. So regular brisk walks can do the trick. Number two, you want to eat plenty of protein, right? Sufficient protein, especially if you're walking and doing some exercise, can really create a situation for your body to burn more fat. So you want to prioritize protein get at least 100 grams a day. Number three is we want to eat in meals instead of snacking. And so instead of snacking all day and keeping insulin high and keeping our body sugar burning, we want to give it bigger meals and not snack. And it's really important if you're going to go with eating meals instead of snacking, it's really important that you eat enough to where you can eat dinner and be done for the day. We help our body get into morning fat burning if we eat dinner and then we don't eat again until breakfast. And when you wake up in a fat burning state, it feels amazing it's awesome. So eat enough in each meal. I try to shoot for 500 calories per meal or a little bit more. Because if you think about it, if you eat three meals and you're eating 500 calories per meal, that's 1500 calories for the day. So I eat somewhere between five and 700 calories in my meals. And when you eat that many calories per meal, you feel satisfied, especially if you're eating protein in those meals. Number four is to cut carbs. Now you don't need to cut all your carbs, right? We don't need to be in ketosis. If we want to lose weight with ease and more fun, we want to become fat adapted. We don't need to be in ketosis. We don't need to be eating such low amount of carbs We just want to be able to balance. We want our body to shift between burning carbs and burning fat. So we can lower our carb intake, but we don't need to cut all carbs. It's best to cut processed sugars and flour, right? Because that can help speed up our fat adaption. If we're eating processed sugar and processed flour, so basically white flour, 
white sugar that spikes our sugar levels, which spikes our insulin levels, which then creates a situation where our body cannot access its own fat. So when I started becoming fat adapted, I limited myself to whole carbs. So potatoes, rice, fruit, these are all natural carbs that our body recognizes as food. And it gets a natural insulin level versus white sugar and white flour, which is going to spike your insulin level. And another side note is when you're eating a carbohydrate, you want to dress it with a protein or a fat. When you eat a carbohydrate on its own, it's going to give you a higher sugar spike and a higher insulin spike than if you dress it with a protein or a fat, you won't get that spike. And then number five is try fasted cardio. So if you can, once you become fat adapted, you will wake up in the morning burning fat and feeling amazing. You'll be able to go on a walk before you eat. You'll be able to do a light workout. You'll be able to lift some weights because when your body is burning its stored fat, it's got the most energy and it's really happy. So you can actually do a workout before eating breakfast. And when we do a fasted workout, then our body is going to burn through its sugar stores quicker than if we eat first and then work out. So give it a try and see how you feel. So to become fat adapted, try these five things. Light exercise, regular brisk walks, plenty of protein, eat in meals instead of snacking, cut your carbs to natural carbohydrates like potatoes, rice, and fruit, and try doing your workout fasted in the morning if you can. Now, I want to remind you that you don't need to rush your body into fat adapted. If you apply these five things, you will become fat adapted in time. It might take six weeks, it might take 12 weeks, it might even take a little bit longer than that, but it will happen. Don't let your brain trick you into all or nothing thinking to get into fat adaption faster. Because when we do that, we end up sabotaging ourselves. And I want to look at 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, where it says, But he said to me, my grace is enough for you. My strength and power are made perfect and show themselves in your weakness. And I know weakness is not very popular, right? Most of us do not advertise our limitations. But in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, Paul says that he boasts in his weaknesses because he knows that God's strength is great in the midst of his weakness. And so if this is an area of your life that you feel weak, 
don't try to rely on your own strength and don't try to rush it. Don't think you have to be perfect at it in order to reach your goal. But ask God to be strong in your weakness and God will pour out his strength on you. I promise you, my friends, you can achieve this without perfection. So if you want to become fat adapted and you want to learn the best ways and implement this in your life, book a free consult with me. It's 30 minutes. The link is in the show notes. All right, my friends, I love you. Have a great week.